Hey everyone, welcome to another news episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and before we get started, I first want to say thank you to all of you who have been following my coverage of our recent cruise to Alaska between the podcast episodes and the blog posts. I really appreciate all the feedback I've been receiving, and it's been really fun interacting with many of you. And speaking of interacting, if there's ever something specific that you want to hear about, please reach out to me and I'll try to work it into a future episode. I really want to talk about on this podcast the things that you want to hear about. So if there's something that you want to know about Disney Cruise Line, message me and I'll try to work it into a future episode. There have been quite a few developments related to Disney Cruise Line since the last time I gave you updates at the beginning of May. So we're going to go through all of those today. And going forward, I hope to do these more regularly. Obviously, that depends on what's happening with Disney Cruise Line. So uh, if there's no news, obviously, I, I, I can't come on here and, uh, and give the news. But uh, if some, if thing, as things come up, I'm hoping to do these a little bit more often. Uh, with the recent treasure announcements and activity, which we'll get to, I I suspect there there's some exciting information to come here in the near future. I've heard some rumblings, and uh, I'm excited for uh, for what's to come. So, since we're talking about the treasure, let's start with a couple updates that we received recently. On July 12th, the Disney Parks blog launched a treasure ship log aimed at documenting all the important milestones of the treasure's shipbuilding journey. So far, it's just posts with information that they had previously re- released, but they, they shared several new pictures from the shipyard that are I think are pretty cool. So be sure to check back there periodically to see the progress, but as new information is released i'm sure we'll uh i'm sure you'll hear about it and be directed to the site anyway on a related note just last week it was announced that captain hook and peter pan were given the task of helping to put the finishing touches on the ship's stern filigree (laughs) aka they were chosen as the the ship's stern characters (laughs) that's another way to put it uh, harnessing the power of Tinkerbell's pixie dust, Peter Pan will levitate next to the Disney treasure to add the finishing touch to the ship's stern filigree. Meanwhile, Peter Pan's longtime rival, Captain Hook, can be seen leaning out a porthole with a vengeful expression on his face. Paintbrush and bucket in hand, Peter Pan sports a mischievous grin as he glances back at Captain Hook, who is dripping in yellow paint. So that was the... Uh, the the Disney Cruise Line way of of announcing the the Stern characters. I love the character choice, and I think it fits the adventure theme perfectly. I it I think it's great. The Parks blog shared an artist's rendering of the whole scene, so if you haven't seen it, be sure to to go check that out. I've also shared it on my social media social media pages if it's uh, if it's easier to for you to find it there. It had been a while since we heard anything about the treasure, but I think we'll start to receive more regular updates over the coming months, including a big announcement expected sometime next month, sometime in August. Some of the information has already been leaked by, you know, that clickbait Disney news site that I won't name. Uh, If you want to see the information that was leaked, you can look it up, but I'm not going to share it here because I... I enjoy the anticipation and uh, and the surprise. Personally, I get very annoyed when things get leaked publicly that aren't supposed to. But <laughs> but that maybe that's just me. Once it's uh, officially announced, uh, it, you know, 
it somehow feels less exciting if it's if you if you knew about it ahead of time. So I will say though that I'm not surprised by the information that was leaked, and I, I probably could have guessed it and come up with it myself anyway based on the teaser video that they released at D23 last year. But there's still one character that we haven't heard anything about uh, that I'm hoping for for big news on. So anyway. Back at the shipyard, the Carnival Jubilee moved out of the main hall, which gives the treasure now the top spot on uh, on the Mirror docket. So I am very excited for more frequent updates on the treasure. Now we'll move on to some general Disney Cruise news. If, if you enjoy adult dining on a Disney Cruise, it's now going to cost you a little bit more than it did before. Prices in the adult restaurants have increased across the fleet for uh, for new dining reservations. Dinner and brunch at Palo and Palo Steakhouse have gone up by $5 to $50, and the base dinner price at Remy and Enchante have increased by $10 to $135. If you had an existing reservation prior to the increase, you will be charged the price on the day that you booked it. So those new prices will be effective for new reservations made after July 11th. You've probably been hearing a lot about the Disney Band Plus coming to the Disney Cruise Line fleet, and you may have even participated in a trial run on the Disney Wish. Well, the official rollout to the other ships has begun with the July 29th Eastern Caribbean cruise on the Disney Fantasy, scheduled to be the first cruise on a ship that's not the Wish to use the new technology. Disney Band Plus can now be used on the Fantasy and the Wish, and I would expect that the, the other ships will, will soon follow. The Disney vans are optional for now anyway, and can be purchased online 45 to 11 days prior to departure. A solid band will cost you $34.99 and a themed band will cost you $44.99. And both of those prices are exclusive of tax. But if you pre-order within that early purchase window, you can save $10 off the cost. Uh, the Disney Band Plus will do a lot of the things that a Key to the World card would, would normally be used for, like opening your stateroom door, charging things to your stateroom account, things like that, along with some other things like checking in at the terminal or for use in the kids' clubs. However, the Magic Bands will not completely replace the keys to the world, as those will still be required to disembark the ship and to get back on the ship. There was an announcement. Uh, there was an announcement a few weeks ago about some changes. I guess you could call magical enhancements <laughs> coming to the very maritime cruises. Disney Cruise Line announced two brand new entertainment experiences and a sh and shared a, a sneak peek at some of the uh, new Christmas costumes that the characters will wear. Very very festive. On the first night of the Very Merry Time Cruises, guests will gather around the tree in the lobby atrium for a new tree lighting ceremony. Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy will invite guests to sing along to classic holiday tunes, followed by a countdown that will not only make the tree merry and bright, but will also introduce the guest of honor for the cruise, Santa Claus. <laughs> that sounds an awful lot like the very maritime tree lighting ceremony that we experienced on the wish last November So it may just be that they're rolling that out to the rest of the ships in the fleet But even if that's the case the tree lighting ceremony is can't miss it was an amazing experience listening to Everyone singing along to, to Christmas carols with the Disney characters. It was just it's all so fun 
They also announced Mickey and Minnie's holiday party, which will invite families to the upper decks for a one of a kind celebration at sea filled with good tidings and cheer. And quote, this high energy deck party thrown by Minnie and Mickey will feature favorite Disney friends as they celebrate friendship, love, and family with a fresh mix of classic and original holiday songs during this special time of year. They also announced new themed Very Merry Time activities for the entire family, carolers singing contemporary versions of songs that celebrate a myriad of holidays and commemorative merchandise and festive food and beverages. I, for one, I'm all for enhancements to the Very Merry Time Cruises, not because they need them, but because it sounds like they're gonna make what's already an amazing experience even better. The the Very Merry Time Cruises are just so magical and so festive and, and absolutely worth experiencing during that time of the year. So I am very excited for these, these updates coming later this year. Another update that I was very excited about was the return of the listing of your historical cruises on the Castaway Club page of the Disney Cruise website. I say was because you're supposed to be able to log in and see your past cruises, but I, for some reason, still have not been able to see mine. Uh, however, it sounds like most people are able to see theirs, so I'm not sure what's going on with my account. Uh, along with this update, they also added the ability to download your stateroom folio from your recent cruises, which will be available about 24 hours after the cruise and can be downloaded for up to 90 days. So, supposedly, I, I can't confirm this because I can't access the information in my own account, but that's, uh, that's what they, they said is supposed to happen. And finally, this one's pretty old news at this point, uh, and I may have even covered it in my previous news episode, but Disney Cruise Line has returned to tiered online check-in based on Castaway Club status. Pearl Castaway Club members and concierge cruisers can begin checking in 40 days prior to their cruise, followed by Platinum Castaway Club members at 38 days, Gold members at 35 days, Silver members at 33 days, and first-time cruisers at 30 days. And while this was a welcome change for Castaway Club members, there's still one thing that I think they need to fix. The Royal Gathering, you know, formerly known as the Princess Meet and Greet, can still only be reserved beginning 30 days prior to your cruise. This means that if you're a Castaway Club member who checks in before that 30-day mark, you then have to log back in again at 30 days if you want to reserve the Royal Gathering. So that's two nights within about a week or so that you you need to stay up until midnight Eastern time if that's you know if that's the the time that you uh, typically do that stuff. I think they need to either open that up for Castaway Club members to reserve during their online check-in or as part of booking onboard activities and port adventures. The the extra step is super annoying and just adds another item to the pre-cruise checklist. One of the things I've always loved about planning a Disney cruise is that there's, you know, there's not a lot that you have to plan in advance, but it, it sort of feels like they're heading in the direction of Disney World planning with all the, the pre-cruise extras and dates that you have to keep in mind. So as of right now, the list of kind of dates and things you need to keep in mind is onboard activities and port adventures, Disney Band Plus, online check-in, and then Princess Meet and Greet, all happening at different dates. So there you have it. You are now all caught up on the latest news from Disney Cruise Line, though, like I said at the beginning, I think there's a lot more to come over the next few weeks, at least regarding the treasure anyway. So be sure to follow me on my social media pages for all the updates. 
should be a, a very exciting couple months to come. Uh, and I, as always, I appreciate you listening to the show and, uh, I will talk to you next time. <laughs>